Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals, Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. But as you're well aware, before we get to them, we're going to talk to you about our good sponsors for today. Uh, good friends over at promoshow.com. Guys, it's the entire industry virtually. I don't know if you knew about this or not, but look, they've got a show coming up in August, uh, but now is the perfect time to start looking at ways to show your clients uh, how they can show appreciation. You got to join Promo Show on Tuesday, August 30th from 11 to 3 Eastern to attend the Holiday Gift Theme Show. Distributors can register by clicking on the Holiday Gift Banner at promoshow.com and suppliers can reach out to sales at Promo Show if they'd like to get uh, help reserve, uh, reserving a booth. Um, there's going to be education, entertainment, giveaways throughout the day, so be sure to check it out on August 30th between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern. Distributors go to promoshow.com and click on the holiday gifts banner to register and suppliers email sales at promocorner.com if you're interested in getting a booth, and you should be. Promoshow.com, the entire industry virtually. Why don't we say hey to uh, Meg Erber. Meg Erber, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I mean, we're pre-recording this week because uh, Wednesday I actually start our new product preview, so I'm going to be in meetings all day. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Unfortunately, we had to miss the live show because of it, but um, we just got like part of our swag bag in. We've got a really cool crop top and hat and a water bottle, so like getting swag bags like that in the mail. It's always fun. How about you? How are you doing today, Jeff? I'm doing all right, Meg. Thanks for asking. That hat's almost as nice as some of the ones I have on my wall back here. Almost. But that'd be better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Stephen McFadden, how are you doing? I'm awesome. I have no hats on the back of my wall, and I returned from an awesome trip uh, to, to Italy, so I'm feeling good and relaxed, and you're not going to make me upset this podcast, no matter what happens. So. How, how, how is that flight? Is that a, is that a decent flight? It, it wasn't bad. Um, yeah, it was, it's, um, you know, we have to get up to either Boston or JFK typically, sometimes there's some out of Atlanta, but it's, uh, it, going that direction, it typically you leave in the afternoon and you get there first thing in the morning. So like we left at one thirty, we left out of, uh, Boston area, uh, it's like four or 5 PM and we went to bed on the plane, woke up at seven in the morning or when we got there. So it's like seven and a half hours. 745 something like that so all right yeah not bad early is is all all that took place yep um and after you know waiting in lines and travel and stuff and half of a movie it was it was time for bed so it was perfect understood well we are joined today by a very special guest our good friend tiff tar uh you know we are here to talk today about north american leadership conference otherwise known as nalc uh, it's a, uh, a conference that PPAI puts on every year, and we're here to talk about it again this year. And Tiff, you're our, our uh, resident expert today. Oh, uh, <laughs> but look, before we jump into the, uh, into the topic for today, it is customary for us to give our friends a good three to four minute introduction, uh, you know, to introduce yourself, you know, to tell us maybe how you got started in the promotional products industry and what you've been up to since. So take it away. 
All right. Well, um, I'm Tiffany Tarr. I'm the Vice President of Sales at Distributor Central. We are a service provider in the industry, so um, we're heavily integrated at, at a foundational level. We have a product search, order management, both on the, both the supplier side and order management solution, website solution for both suppliers and distributors. And then we're heavily involved in things like promo standards. So um, our biggest initiatives over the last couple of years, we've, we've been able to regenerate the endpoints and the product data configuration for about 400 suppliers and she helped them achieve promo standards um, for them where they would not probably have had the internal IT staff to be able to achieve that that product data um, those product data standards so we were able to do that through their product information from distributor central um, I've been at distributor central 15 years now which five wow. zero like 50 five zero right 50 years wow um, but 15 years and I thought I even, called you old Tiff. I know you, you look great for being in the industry. 15 I was going to say she looked yeah. the best looking old person we've had. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I got into the industry by accident. I was in the training and development industry and I was just looking to leave. I had a business coach that was just going to kind of plant me at DC for like a little bit. And I was going to just like, kind of hang out for like a year and that was a long time ago and I just took off. Haven't left and yeah. I'm still here. Mm -hmm. um, wow. yeah, there's actually a lot of things change, but it didn't it wasn't like I didn't wake up one day and even know that the industry was I didn't even know it was here when I got into it, but it's kind of the best. And it's Very kind of what cool. makes NALP and like women's leadership and those kinds of things like the best events. It's just how great the industry is. Yeah, it definitely is the best industry for sure. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that you've been at uh, DC the, uh, the the whole career. That's awesome. Yep. Very cool. I've well, had two jobs have... my whole professional career. Isn't that, it's, I think that's really odd. It is odd. It's a good thing though. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing. Career person. So it either means you're super loyal or uh, you, you really enjoy what you're doing or both. Or yeah. they just can't get rid of her. Or, or stuck, just... like somehow you're stuck. Yeah. yeah. Do you need help? I mean, yeah, blink. Can you blink three times real fast? Three times. Yeah. Help. <laughs> she's good, Jeff. All right. All right. She's good. All right. Cool. So, look, like I said, we are here to talk about NALC, uh, North American Leadership Conference. Stephen, for for those that don't know what NALC stands for, thank you. As a joke. <laughs> All right. So, Tiff, uh, take it away. Why don't you tell us what North American Leadership Conference is to you, and uh, and and maybe a little bit about the event this year. So I started going to NALC. I was just trying to go back and like look at my like look and see how long I've done it. I think this might be my tenth one. I know the very first one that I attend was in New Orleans, um, and I was I just remember being completely overwhelmed and scared to death. The very first one I went to, I really truly knew nobody. Um, I was still I think a sales rep back then, and I was just sent to go, and I didn't know anyone. Um, at a leadership level yet. And I was just there, just, oh my gosh, like completely overwhelmed, but you, you just, you just make it work. Um, and NALC is one of those events where if you're, if your company's sending you, like you should really appreciate and I, and like shout out to companies that, that make that investment for their employees to send them. Uh, a lot of times it is business owners. So they're sending themselves, but there are a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of other people that the businesses are sending in addition to, and sometimes people will send two or three people. And so just 
shout out to those businesses that take that that level of investment in their employees. Um, PPAI always does a really good job with this event and with women. Those are probably the two events that I've attended the most, women's leadership and NELC. But PPAI always like carves out some level of special to make this event special. Um, Ann Stone and her team just always just, I mean, that woman just works, just works hard and always makes this event just really special and makes sure that the content that comes in um, is always just really, really high level content. Um, there was on the very first day, there was a couple of really great speakers and I have to have my notes out. Um, we opened this session with motivating at the speed of innovation. And and like on paper, when you look at those kinds of things, you're like, okay. but then the speaker is so dynamic and it just kicks off your morning with just wanting to know more and wanting to learn more. And it just starts to open your mind um, to things that you don't always think about. Some of the things that like I took away um, from that first initial meeting was you can't innovate um, and like and, and, and analyze at the same time. You have to like stop and just innovate for like a minute. And, and one of the things that I think that is, and I do it because I've been at DC. So sometimes it's not always amazing when you've been somewhere for a really long time because then some of the words that come out of my mouth are, we tried that five years ago, I don't know. And so that is like a habit that I think that, you know, leaders sometimes can fall into is they'll have the employees come in and they'll immediately start to analyze or analyze the, the new ideas that are coming in. And you can't do both, your brain can't handle it. And so those are some things that just like made my mind already that morning, even before the coffee's like kicking in, just, just make myself pause and just make sure I'm just listening and like soaking in the information throughout the day and not saying that's not going to work because like they even, she even had us build a rocket ship with just with things that were on our table. Does that, that's not always something that I would just choose to want to do, you know, with a group of people I may or may not know, but because she already opened our minds to understanding that you have to just do it and then you can go back and analyze and, and then maybe second guess or then maybe you can question some of the decisions it just it, it makes you just open to new concepts and new tools that there that, that PPAI brought in i think you're muted, muted. <laughs> Damn it. Podcast I, I have a question for you because i know how your brain works so well kind of i think i know that type of scenario, how were you freaking out about that? Like not being able to second guess it, just build, just do, or yeah, you- because I do. I was like, um, I need to make a list first, <laughs> and it is. It's really hard, but the one of the things that I took away from that initial um, that first session was she was um, going to jump out of an airplane. And she knew, I think, or maybe it was bungee jumping. She knew if she, because they're supposed to go one, two, three, and then do it. Maybe you know this kind of stuff. She went on two because she knew if she got to three, she wasn't going to go. She was going to let her mind talk her out of it, even in that one second. So just, if you're going to go, just go. And you, and it's true. And sometimes as you get older or as you've been doing something for a really long time and you're good at what you do, you sometimes you forget to just, take those risks and make, take a pause and just open up to new ideas. 
So it's just at PPAI knows always knows how to open up something like that. And then they brought in the next speaker that day who just, I mean, his name's Vala. He, um, Vala, he's with Salesforce. He's the Salesforce, right? Yeah. Uh, Vala Akhtar. If you don't follow him on Twitter, and I'm not even a huge Twitter person, but I did. And if you don't, you should. He um he's with Salesforce, and we use HubSpot as a, as a as a CRM tool. And so we don't use the same platform that he was speaking about. Um, but he was talking about making database decisions. And sometimes as a leader, we react with our gut. And that's good, but let's also react with our with database decisions. Um, and how to use data to determine where the weak parts of your business are. Um, and I know that those tools are built into my HubSpot platform because they're similar. It's a similar methodology. And I know that those are there. So it really inspired me to dig in um, to our platform because that's the one that we have, we have, we have to dig into our platform and to, to be able to hotspot where I might have weaknesses in the business or weaknesses with some customers not today, but maybe in four months, maybe they're not engaging with what I think they should be engaging with. And so it's things, they just bring in the right kind of content that you can go back to your business and think about it and start to apply it and be able to, to change maybe the trajectory of your business or be able to think about things a little bit differently, or just to stop saying, we tried that five years ago and it didn't work. And here's why. So that and one of the things that um, Vala talked about was to reward um, ideas and not the outcome. Because if you're only rewarding the outcome of an idea, people are less likely to want to bring ideas at the table because they don't know if the outcome will work. And so they're at Salesforce, they're actually rewarding just gener idea generation, regardless if it works or not, because they need all those ideas to come to the table. I love that idea. We always, we tend to reward outcomes. So I listened to a podcast once with Michael uh, Scott Cohen of Harper Scott, and I think he said something along those lines, like right when COVID hit, they, they were about to start a new project, but everything was dead, right? So then they, they made every, they forced everyone to like work in these groups of like eight people, whatever, and just come up with ideas. Like what will be our next source of revenue? And when you start doing that, and like you really get these different brains together, it just this magic happens. So um, yeah, I do follow him on Twitter, and I did put um, we're gonna put that up on the on the screen so people can follow him. Um, I think that he's he is he's, he's brilliant. So he's and really I, he brilliant. Said, and then they did a fireside kind of meeting. Yeah. I don't know if this is what was supposed to have happened in that was like side chat, but he got emotional. And so these things don't happen in a trade show, or they don't happen in like other other venues within the industry. They just kind of happen in these smaller like sessions or these segments. Um, he got emotional talking about how he was 10 years old when they immigrated here from Iran. And his father was a very like, I think kind of well-to-do oil executive. And they they had to flee Iran because of war and, and, and other things. And they came to America and he's, and he's like a janitor. And just having to, his, how he just loved his father so much because of how humble he was. And just being humble in any role in which you play within your organization and learning, learning that, just 
just learning how to, to, to take, take a step back and be humble and be appreciative no matter what you have going on and using every tool that you have available to you. And I don't know that that's the direction that this talk was supposed to have taken, but he got very emotional and sharing like his, his background. And it really just, I think it made everybody that was in that group, it, it made everyone that was in that room um, just pause and just, just really think about maybe reactions and those kinds of things. So let's this listen. Be, uh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm probably going to take it a different direction. So go ahead. <laughs> I, no, I was going to say, so this is the first year that it's been back in person, right? Since mm -hmm. COVID or, okay. It is. Last year it was on, it was virtual. So it, it intended on having it um, in person and it ended up being virtual. It ended up being virtual. I think is how that went. Cause I attended virtually. Got it. Stephen, go so, ahead. Yeah. So here in all the, the points like my brain's just like working already like like i had exhibited at a like a key like a it was like a spark notes version of the conference so i'm oh, like yeah. writing it all down um you, you know so taking a step back nalc is this for everybody is it how often does it occur is it meant for certain groups of the people in the industry or like who who and who do you see there who, who can attend so it's, um, I, it, and I could be wrong and I'm willing to be wrong, but I believe that it's typically marketed towards like your, um, like your leadership teams, like your vice presidents, your CEOs, your owners, um, your director level, um, individuals within the industry, I believe. And like typically this year, and I could be a little bit wrong on my numbers. There was about 90 of us. Um, and traditionally there's usually, I think about 125, so just like a little bit, um, like a little bit smaller this year. And I think that that was just because of national trade shows. There was a ton of things happening last week, just a ton of things happening last week. And, and I know like on, on paper, it's like, well, dang it, you know, there wasn't as many, but that's, I thought it was okay because it really created this environment or this place where you had to engage and have a conversation with every single person that was in attendance and it in there it's it's conversation and it's time with someone and you met and i met some people that i've never met before if you don't know brad and mitch kaiser at kaiser and blair oh my gosh hilarious like you, I, I would have met them anywhere else and they've never been to this like event before but I mean, game changer, they were so funny. <laughs> you can get to meet people like that always at a big show or it's just making, you know, like at Women's Leadership, it's just so intimate and you get, you just get this one-on-one -on -one time where you can build a relationship and then you just, you know that person and you can keep following up and just, and continue to know them and, and continue to reach out and just build a business relationship once you've had an opportunity to get to know them like at a human level, I guess. So I, I'm looking at the, the articles that have come out afterwards. One of the main topics that I'm seeing was really big this year was sustainability. Um, mm -hmm. I love that. I know mm -hmm. Denise Tashru, um, Promo Cares board director. She's on the PPAI board. Of, of, I love that. Was she the one that did that session? So I she was in that session and I don't know her. I've never met her and I was just sitting at, I was sitting at my table and she was talking. And I was like, dang, this woman's smart. Like she is sharp. And I was thinking, she came back and sat down at the table. She was sitting at my round table, but I didn't really know her, but she came back and sat down at the round table um, when she was done. 
And I was just like thinking, thank goodness this woman is in our industry because she doesn't, sustainability doesn't always like play into what I do day to day. But thank goodness that this woman who is just so smart about this and has such a passion about it is in our industry. And she's got this level of information and education that she can share with the industry. So she, she was on that panel. Um, and then Salesforce's marketing buyer that buys products was on that panel. And then Megan Spicefire. Fire. And so the three of them got to do a panel on the three different components of the buying, the chain, the buying chain and what it means to the end buyer and how, you know, the Salesforce marketing team thinks about sustainable products and how they go to their, their distributorship and tell them the kinds of things that they need to have. And then how Denise goes to her supply chain and how they filter down the suppliers that have sustainable products. And, you know, a sustainable, she's like, don't just make your sustainable product equal friend. Like she's, you know, yes. she's like, make it more than that. Cause yes. it is more than that. Um, and to be able to tell that story, especially for sometimes, you know, your presidents and your, and your executives that don't always get involved in the marketing or hear it that way. It's just a really good message. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't know her. I'm so thankful. I do know her because she is sharp and yeah. I'm just so thankful for it. So Tiffany, now that you've gone for uh, like the last 10 years or so, like what is it that you think that keeps the content so fresh and engaging? Cause you did say that they, they do particularly like to do something different so that you're not, you know, going back year after year saying, Oh yeah, we just talked about that, you know, however long ago, what is it you think like, where's the magic? Like where, where, where does that come from? You think? I personally think Anne Stone's magic, but I think that yeah. the content is typically, in my opinion, um, if I look back over the years, it has been um, very in line with what's going on either within our industry or within the world as a whole. So the th you know things that are going on right now in the world is everyone's having to do more with less. Everyone's having to work harder and faster. Um, technology is is a is a driving factor in how you make decisions, um, or at least it should be. Um, you can. Innovation's really key right now. Everyone's having to everyone's having to think about their business and how they can present themselves differently. The way that we went to market five or six years ago isn't necessarily going to be the way we go to market now. And there's been things that have occurred because of COVID and just you know maybe a lot maybe more people aren't is in their offices as much. So we have to figure out different ways to connect and reach people. Um, and so I think PPAI aligns the content with what's going on in the world and what's going on. Um, within the industry. So it was a little, and it didn't, it was a little tech heavy. There's not tech heavy. I don't want to say tech heavy. It, even if the content was more of a soft skill, there was a technical component to it, which I think is great. Um, because I think that you always want to sell competitively and then use technology to continue to back up your sales. Understood. That's one thing I will say PPAI has always amazed me with is how, how good they, are at sourcing their like their keynote speakers mm -hmm. uh, like you mentioned um, the guy from Salesforce but like some of the events that I've been to where they've done some really awesome keynote speakers like Jess Ekstrom, Dan Nevins um, I'm blanking on his name but the guy from Gymline that did all the the, the tech stuff um, Meg I think you know him right Jonathan Isaacson yeah yes okay. so I mean I, they've done like just some incredible sourcing of really great keynote speakers so I mean if you ever have the opportunity to go to one of PPAI's events 
that's a little bit more uh, niche or you know smaller, intimate atmosphere like an NALC or mm-hmm. uh, an LDW or something like that, you should definitely get go and get the opportunity to do that because it's always worth it for. And for then they brought in like Mike Pfeiffer with ASB. He has got a wealth of knowledge in cybersecurity. Yeah. I'm probably a huge cybersecurity risk factor for our organization. So I, <laughs> so like things I'm that I'm drive in the parking lot. Don't open those emails, guys. Like this is why this is important. <laughs> you know, and it's like he's already he's in our industry and he's also a wealth of knowledge. So they find they find people that are just in our industry um, and they bring those people together. Um, and uh, Kate with handstands. So and they're also doing a really good job. Not handstands. Kate with um, Raining Rose. She's a big HubSpot user. So we were talking about Salesforce. And so they were they're building out um, like resource teams or just like knowledge based teams. So just like me and or, you know, if I needed to had a question, she's can be a resource to me and she's in our industry for HubSpot and, and you know, um, um, in Salesforce and in NetSuite. Those are building, like PPAI is just doing a really good job at building out like community groups of people that have knowledge in different areas that are outside of our industry, but we can all use each other as a resource, which is great. I thought I was like, I thought I was on an island by myself, you know, with HubSpot you know, integrations and those kinds of things, but there's other users out there within our group, within our industry. Yeah. Sure. I'd like to add one last thing, Stephen, if you and I had gone, we would have gotten 14 math points. Oh, oh MAS points? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even put my like- Some of us already have it, you know what I mean? So that's why I was talking to Stephen. <laughs> I mean, you guys just, need to get on my level you know meg all those points though would just be gravy points i'm done with my electives so i just need the that one right i only need one too i have to know what i need like you only have one what meg you don't even have your caas yet yeah i don't even i forget about it i didn't even put mine on my little tag no it i will say this is this has been a it's, it's like hearing about all this is very very good and i i hear the topics and the topics sound amazing and I, I just feel like some of the round tables would have been super good. Like there's yeah, a lot of good conversation around the industry right now. And I think it's very easy to look at all that's happened over the past few years and think there's a lot of bad, but honestly, the, the, what do they say? Desperation uh, pushes innovation or something like that. Mm-hmm. Our industry has come like light years from where it was in a very short period of time because of COVID. Um, and I know it's hard to say that, but it, it might've been the push our industry really needed. You know, there's so many tech tools that have been put on people's websites with inventory tracking Mm -hmm. and future inventory stuff. I mean, there's price projections and Nexus tools. And I mean, you could go on and on and on with different website management, management tools that have come out and promo standards has been pushed heavy. So it's it's interesting to see how in such a short period of time the stuff that we were we would have used years ago like got pushed to the front and our industry has kind of elevated itself right um and i think there's so. been a lot more collaboration too um in the in oh, yeah. i don't know everyone that's there everyone that was there and one of the best things about some of these smaller things like ldw i loved ldw when i was going to ldw um 
I love women's leadership for that. And I love NALC for that is because it is, it's just, it's a smaller segment of the industry and you really get to drill down and focus. Um, you really get to focus and you really get to get to know some of the very best in the industry. Um, and you get to spend time with them without the noise of getting to the next thing because you're all in the same meetings together and you can kind of take a break together and then move to the next meeting together. Um, and there's not, it's just like a really dedicated and focused time. And even people that I know I've known for years, you get to spend just like that extra 20 minutes in a break or at a lunch and you get to sit and have lunch with them and it's quiet and you can just have a lunch. And it's just, it, it makes, it makes, um, it makes collaborate. It makes collaboration, and it makes um, getting to know someone at a different level just better, I guess. Yeah. So I know this event just took place, but you can uh, already sign up to be notified for NALC 2023 if you go to the website that's strolling across the banner now, or you can just be smart and Google PPAI NALC. Uh, that's the much easier way to uh, to get to the address, but. Just wanted to put that out there. If you guys want to get information for next year's uh, NALC, go check them out and uh, take care of that. Um, but look, really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Uh, Tiff, thank you so much for joining us today to discuss uh, NALC and just uh, let us all know what we're missing out on and to give us all a little bit of FOMO. Uh, you know, might even have a couple more people attending next year. Who knows? Yeah. So look, if you guys did enjoy, brought to you by our good friends over at Promo Show, uh, you've got to make sure that you check in. Uh, it might be, it might only be August, but it is definitely the perfect time uh, to start looking at ways to show your clients how they can show appreciation. You got to join Promo Show on Tuesday, August 30th, from 11 to 3 Eastern to attend the holiday gift themed show. Uh, distributors can register by clicking on the holiday gift banner at promoshow.com, and suppliers can reach out to sales at Promo Show uh, if they'd like to get help reserving a booth. Uh, if you're, uh, if there's going to be plenty of education, uh, entertainment, and giveaways throughout the day, so be sure to check it out on August 30th uh, between 11 and 3 Eastern. Distributors go to promoshow.com and click on that holiday gifts banner to register, and suppliers email pro, uh, sales at promocorner.com if you're interested in getting a booth, promoshow.com, the entire industry virtually. Uh, Tiff, like I said, thank you so much. Really appreciate you. Uh, thanks for coming on and uh, just sharing, uh, sharing all the knowledge about NALC. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.